Hello and welcome back to Coinscrum Markets here for our regular Friday wrap. Welcoming back Nick Mancini, Chief Community Officer at Trade the Chain. Hi, Nick. Hello, how's it going? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you as well. Um, bit of action this week, a little bit of panic going on maybe, but bouncing some coins stuck in ranges, some breaking out of ranges. Um, what, what were you looking at in the news before we look at some of the sentiment and technical analysis this week? Yeah, so I, I think you, you hit it right on the head. A um, bit of a wonky week for sure. We kind of started out um, with some interesting news and I'll kind of start on the bearish end of things because I, the week basically began with Sunday evening, which I guess was China's Monday morning. Uh, China basically called all the banks together for the, a furtherance or a solidification of their view of banning cryptocurrency trading or supporting transactions or companies via you know, any sort of centralized banking. So that was a big hit. Um, and then we saw MicroStrategy announced a $500 million Bitcoin purchase literally 12 hours after that. So you know, China says no Bitcoin, MicroStrategy says, give me $500 million worth of Bitcoin. So that's an interesting development. Um, we had Citigroup enter uh, crypto trading this week. Uh, so they've got a desk there. They're, I mean, mainly high net worth clients, but big, you know, kind of 180 from their previous stance along with, you know, Goldman and a few others. Um, Andreessen announced a $2 billion crypto fund. And I think the biggest thing about this is if Andreessen is investing $2 billion, they're expecting to likely make $10 billion or more, maybe even way double that. Um, so if you're there, if they're injecting two billion, they they want to grow that market cap of whatever that money will be worth, you know, ten to twenty fold, um, which is a bullish bet on the crypto industry. Um, Paraguay is reportedly considering making Bitcoin uh, legal currency, like El Salvador, um, and then uh, and, 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 and those were bull or those were you know a little bit more bullish. And then in, in a neutral kind of stance is Bitcoin uh, CME options expire today. We are seeing a little bit of bearish action, but because you know mainly what traders do is they'll they'll hedge with either buying or or selling physical Bitcoin to to hedge their trades. Um, so we're going to see a lot of you know spot action in relation to the CME close today. So very you know all spectrums of the of the market in terms of sentiment this week. We had bearish all the way to bullish, um, and I think it's reflected in price action too. So yep, I guess so. Traders will need to take their pick what they want to follow. Yeah, seriously. What mood they're in. Um, but yeah, I guess that has been reflected in the price action this week. And as you say, uh, on the sentiment. So let's uh, start by looking at the Bitcoin sentiment chart. Certainly. Yeah. So Bitcoin and sentiment have been very closely correlated. I think, as you can see by this chart, um, it's, it's near one-to-one. -one. Um, and if, if you look kind of in the 20, June 21st, you can see what I was talking about with bearish sentiment coming in from China. And then in the morning of the 21st, sentiment shot up because of MicroStrategy. Um, I think the most interesting part about this chart and, and kind of furtherance of the, the impact of sentiment on price is if you look in the early morning of the 21st, as well as midday on the 22nd, you can see sentiment kind of bottomed. It hit a double bottom in the, in the mid 30s range. Right after that second double bottom on the 22nd, um, price began to skyrocket along with sentiment. So we're seeing sentiment kind of play in with some technicals, which is very nice to see. Um, and we're, we're now currently today, like I said before, the CME news is technically neutral, but it's kind of leaning a little bit bearish because the market's very uncertain and we're not seeing any, any crazy price movements um, around it. So expect a, a bit of a sell-off today as the market figures out you know, what it's looking for 
over the weekend. So um, I think if we just kind of move right on to the technicals, because if, we're, if we already know that sentiment's impacting price, we already know sentiment's kind of leaning a little bit south. Now, you know, where do we want price to catch and what does that look like over the weekend? So um, I think the biggest part about Bitcoin technicals is the bullish RSI divergence that we saw uh, happen, I think, two or three days ago. So that is obviously had a material positive effect on price as we saw three days worth of green candles. Um, but it found resistance at the 50-day moving average for the daily chart. Um, I have a couple arrows pointing around the chart. I'm going to start on the right side where we can see support um, is around the 32.5K area. If that breaks, then we want to see 31.5K hold. Um, and then I wanted to highlight the, the massive, or not massive amount, but larger than average trading volume that took place over this week as well. With more volume means more interest, more volume generally means can, or can mean higher prices if it is sustained. So we would like to see this volume that I pointed out continue to rise over the weekend and into next week, showing that Bitcoin is quote unquote, you know, back in vogue and, and, is, and is a hot uh, asset for traders to trade. So um, we hope to see 32.5K hold today, if not 31.5. Um, over the weekend, you know, I'm neutral. I'm not, you know, going to go super deep into Bitcoin, but I may place a few trades. But I think, um, you know, given that the options expiry today, I would say it's maybe better to place a bet potentially Monday or over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we'll come on to the Bitcoin dominance um, chart soon uh, that you've been uh, discussing the last few weeks um, and around that is obviously um, Ethereum uh, and you've been you know last few weeks you've been pointing out that you've been slightly bearish or more bearish on Ethereum than on Bitcoin um, what we're we looking at here on the Ethereum technical chart yeah and I hate to I hate to, to keep kind of beating the bearish Ethereum drum I don't want to be that guy but I, I read what the markets tell me I'm not one of those that's just shouting from the mountaintops to do it um, but unfortunately um, you know, I have been correct over the past few weeks with Ethereum kind of moving on the downturn, heading into that 1800 area. Um, and right now, as it's sitting on the 200 moving average for the daily chart, which if you've been following kind of the Bitcoin death cross narrative, the 200 MA on the daily chart is a very key um, moving average and support and resistance level. So right now it's acting as support. Uh, it's currently breaking just beneath that on the current candle. So if it does break that today, uh, which I believe the candle will close at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, if that does break, then I would say 1600 is likely um, with a potential lower, you know, bound being 1500 for Ethereum. Now, if that if it does get down there, I'm probably going to throw in a good chunk of money personally. Um, so I think, you know, I think that's a very good level to get in, but uh, it's not looking good in the short term and especially over the weekend. And by the way, Bitcoin futures uh, for the CME expire on Monday. That's the 28th, I believe. So be okay. careful trading Ethereum before Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been keeping an eye on that one as well. I'm kind of an Elliott wave kind of guy and looking at the long-term charts, uh, definitely keeping an eye on the, uh, the early 2018 all-time high. And um, while we stay a bit above that for Ethereum, it's uh, a positive sign. And um, again, not trading advice, but um, potentially um, good risk reward positioning uh, buying in front of that previous all-time high because uh, if we do bounce um, and, and start moving back up, then the risk reward could be quite good on that one uh, with stops just yeah. below that all-time high. But anyway, we can come back to that another day. Um, so, yeah, we've been um, looking, as I said, again, we'll come onto the dominance chart specifically soon. Um, but, you know, the dominance obviously is with Bitcoin versus all of the alt market. 
Um, we're seeing some weakness here in ETH. Um, but you wanted to look at this Cardano chart um, and maybe see something different there that's not reflected in the ETH chart. We, we, yeah, we've been talking about Bitcoin and Ethereum for the past couple of weeks. So I figured we'd switch it up just a little bit and maybe highlight another large cap that, uh, that the market very much loves. And I'm sure your audience is trading or holding as well. So Cardano has obviously been a darling coin in the market. Um, it's been a hotly talked about coin on, on pretty much every social media site. And I wanted to highlight the recent sentiment spike for Cardano just because of how massive it was and the price impact that it ended up having as well. So just to quickly go through this chart, um, as you can see, the dip or the basically the bottom that ADA faced on the 22nd coincided with a rise in sentiment. Now, since that, that rise in sentiment and that price bottom, price went up not 10%, not 20%. It went up 40% in about three days on the heels of just sentiment absolutely exploding. So what, you know, I, both affect each other. It's an ebb and a flow, but seeing sentiment basically go from bearish to very bullish, which is, you know, near 100, near perfect in terms of a bullish sentiment level is shocking to see and just shows the power that the ADA army or the holders of Cardano kind of have over the market and the narrative as well. To see a coin that strong in terms of narrative and sentiments and then have price action do, you know, 40% is, is very crazy. So I would encourage, you know, check out Cardano, follow that chart. There, there's probably some great opportunities coming up as well, even after that big boost. Yeah, I think another one that um, held up well, and maybe this is feeding into this ongoing uh, debate around Bitcoin's energy consumption, and even Ethereum to a degree, um, and looking at these proof of stake networks, um, Solana similarly kind of bounced very strongly from its lows earlier in the week as well. So I think it'd be good to maybe look at that in future weeks because it seems to uh, um, show some similar type of support and price, uh, price action as well. So um, just to finish up then, Nick, um, discussing these different tokens, um, back to finishing up on the Bitcoin dominance chart overall, what we're looking at here. Yeah, uh, we got to bring it back full circle. And I do want to say I do agree with you on the Solana take. Um, if anyone watches, you know, any of our shows as well, we've, we've mentioned that ADA and Solana are some of the strongest altcoins against the Bitcoin. So, you know, you hit the nail right on the head there, Paul. Thank you. Um, and in terms of Bitcoin dominance, like I said, bringing it back full circle, um, you know, we want to understand how Bitcoin is going to affect all these other alts, even even the strong ones. So we're going to bring it back to Bitcoin dominance, you know, another week. Um, and I did say we, we should see resistance at 49%. And right now we're in the mid 47 area. So expect it to potentially rise another percent, another another half percent, something around that before reaching some type of resistance. Um, so, and, and it's funny, you know, if we wait a few days, Ethereum, you know, like we said with the CME options expire or CME futures expiry, if Ethereum reaches a bottom on Monday and Ethereum or in Bitcoin kind of begins to rise over the weekend and stuff like that, we may actually see that divergence in Bitcoin dominance where Bitcoin dominance tips out Ethereum bottoms and, you know, altcoins may have a little bit of fun after Bitcoin showed strength. So, you know, it's crazy the narratives that you can build off of understanding how Bitcoin's moving, how Ethereum's moving, and then the Bitcoin dominance effect of the rest of the market. So I just think that this chart is very fascinating. I think it very much matters until that resistance level at the 100 moving average. Um, and I think it's, it's really tough to go heavy into alts with a rising Bitcoin dominance level because everything that this chart means is that Bitcoin is stronger than everything else. So if you believe that Bitcoin is stronger than you know, why, why take the risk with other weaker assets? So as long as this is rising, Bitcoin is going to be, you know, the king of the markets and uh, that could change next week. Yep. So, yeah, I guess within crypto, it's the safe haven asset. 
Um, might not seem that way outside of crypto, um, but it definitely seems to be performing like that within crypto, especially over the volatility of recent weeks where people have been kind of uh, switching out and it seems to be, you know, either in Bitcoin or not. So yeah, uh, yesterday, yesterday it was, uh, it was rate, it was ranging in a $500 range for 14 hours, which was, which was basically a stable coin for Bitcoin. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, be careful what you say out there. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick, thank you as always. Um, uh, thanks for this week's roundup. Um, and, uh, good luck trading next week. And we'll, we'll hear from you next Friday. Thanks so much, Paul. Have a great week.